0: boom we are live but not so live because we're still it's experiencing audio problems <laughs> <laughs> always a challenge
1: always a challenge when it comes to uh to figuring out this thing but we still show up for you all we still show up for ourselves and that's the important thing and uh it's only uh, making it happen and mark's working hard over there to figure out all the the loops and ends and Kurt and i are we're just goofing of just off in the shit here <laughs> in the corner and he's he's figuring it out though so appreciate Mm -hmm. you Mark and uh yeah I think it's just good that we show up on this podcast every week and and show behind the scenes what it's like to to set up these things and that it's not always perfect it's not always bells and whistles yeah but behind the scenes there's 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 a lot going on some little areas that happens but um yeah so talk about that as well it's important show the process
0: yeah, yeah, I think that the process itself is, is a little more embodied and, and sticky than most people would think, right? Like this is not. Um, and, and I think there are, obviously there's some people watching this and saying like, no shit, Sherlock, there's like a fucking <laughs> 17 machines over here and a yeah. bunch of different mics and inputs and outputs and blah, 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 blah. Um, and I can imagine that like, you know, I, one of the things I, I, I did to to humble myself, but also feel better about uh, where I'm at is I went to go look at some of the Joe Rogan's first setups. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I go and look at like all the different things that he had going into making what is the world's number one podcast. And I'm comparing myself to like, his Today. 1300 episode, <laughs> you know what I mean, compared to what he's capable of and a whole other level. Um, having done this multiple times with a dedicated person. To also running this entire system, for sure, um, and a, a whole lot of money that helps them make that happen
1: as well. You know, yeah, maybe I could be a little softer myself. What do you think?
0: Oh, for a sure. A
2: little? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the
1: all the first podcasts that I've seen of like London Real, Brian Ross, Ross, and then uh, even uh, Vision from Mind Valley. You look at all these ones, and it's just like them hunkered over a computer, just like leaning in mm-hmm. on a, on a Skype recording with like Apple headphones plugged in, but it's like more so about the consistency and figure out along the way. And yeah, I think I think this is like part of the progression of your own personal podcast, your own personal journey, because I've seen a lot of the older episodes like David Avocado, Wolf, and Oh, uh, damn, yeah, Lane and uh, Lane Ingham and Mm -hmm. some of these different people where it was in that 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 phase. And now it's just like a whole level up of technology in a very short amount of time. Yeah, if you, was. If, if you really think about like where I
0: was in 2013, when I first started dabbling in the idea of of doing podcasts and started recording and getting things going and where I am at now, um, it's definitely been a leap for sure. And even then I was like recording with, with Stripe, uh, not Stripe, uh, with uh, Skype. And then I was putting an overlay, I was like video editing. And I was actually adding an overlay to the entire thing where I changed the names and I would put their Twitter handle or whatever it was, um, you know, so it's, it's all part of this process of, of figuring out um, how can you make the highest quality stuff and also not lose your mind. And that's, <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's the journey that I'm on. I'm still on. I've, I've been on for, for many years now. But I feel better about all of it. I'm less like annoyed. I think you meant made this comment the last time when I when we did get live and it, and it was working even though it was a little low. And I'm experiencing some of the same problems here today. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was like, Oh, you're different. You're not like swearing like a sailor this time around. Like you're just like dealing with it, essentially yeah. and finding a way through it. Um, so stoic a little bit more gracious yeah. and stoic for sure.
3: A little more um, just like, Okay, what are my other options? And let's just go with that. And Yeah, kind of like whatever we've got,
1: just like, fuck it. Like the way we're doing it, it just kind of like the (laughs) like, so like the nonchalant, cool kid attitude. Yeah, we need to aim towards that more often. That's stoicism for a nonchalant. Cool kid. There you go. Now what? Okay. This is the the vibe (laughs) where this is the vibe we're going with and that, that, that that level of like,
2: (laughs) Okay, all right,
1: here we go. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Let's just figure it it out. That's all you can do is figure it out (laughs) when it comes to life. You could just figure it out that that. And you can add a little bit more alcohol. Yeah. Or dumb it down <laughs> or numb it down. That's figure the one figure it out or numb it drinks
0: down. I, yeah. That's true. But this is this is part of the wisdom that I learned from from uh, both of you. It's like maybe I should just kick back and figure out what I'm going to do on a Wednesday night, you know, right before we were going live. And I am I actually am right after this yeah. going to the one to a place the party. called yeah. Burgundy Lion, a, uh, a cool hipster spot in between uh, where I live and where these cats live. And um, and I'm going for, for work related things. And at the same time, I'm definitely going to have a, a quick beer with a good friend and, yeah. uh, and see what's up, you know? But it's um, like, I'm opening up to this need to remove myself from the process to better serve the process as well. Um, even though that seems counterintuitive sometimes and maybe it seems very intuitive for most, for me, it feels kind of And that's what's like, like challenging.
3: Meditating. You quiet the mind so that you can deal with the busyness, right?
1: Hmm. Whenever you're hitting, you feel like there's um, some frustration or some blocks with, with life, then how can you shake it up a little bit? Obviously, if like something's like causing some frustration or there's um, some ways that aren't the most healthy or feel like hitting walls, Myself personally, it's like, all right. How do I shake it up? How do I go back to the basics? How do I uh, do some breath work, or you know, just get it, just step like away. shake something out, I and, like, and then get like re excited about it. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. I've been having a, a bunch of re excitement when it comes to the social media uh, realm again of like starting up a couple different pages and, and kind of reviving them. And building out some of my own social media presence on LinkedIn specifically, and just kind of start playing with the landscape again and again. Yeah, and it's been fun to like get into the nitty gritty of the numbers because it gets so in that that um, the, the the flows are like the the bare minimums. I don't know what the, what's the Minim- word MVP. Yeah, not MVP, but kind of like the, the oh, routine. Sustaining. Just, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just it's like right. sustaining. This is
3: what I do and this is how I do it. Instead yeah. of like what can what's new, what's curious? What's
1: For sure. You just be kinda of, you just kinda of fall into like a a job. Pattern. A job responsibility or like a fulfillment, or like you just kind of do what you're really good at and then it just becomes mundane. You're like just doing the do. You wake up and kinda of do the do. <laughs> yeah. And then once you want to shake it up again, you have to have that level of like excitement to kind of continue the progression and the evolve, the, the evolving of your talent and your skill. So even when it comes to like, let's say a graphic designer, for example, like you could just get really good at building out Squarespace websites, what it is, and that would get boring after a while, because you're just doing other people's stuff. But how do you prioritize your own level of geeking out in the design, which is what got you into the first place? Because 100%. these kids, these a lot of these designers are just like, like 15 year old kids that learn how to make Photoshop and was making cool things to put on their Tumblr. And they're like, they were just geeking out and they're like, Oh, I can make money on this and let me get really good at Squarespace. And then after a while, sometimes you find yourself four years in and perfectionist but you've lost the actual enjoyment of what brought you in it to the first place. Mm. So that's like not only keeping it. Yeah. We, and then we just let our stuff become lower priority to other things and clients because it's got that external pressure coming in on you You're like, I'll just put my project to the side, to the side, to the side, and you lose all enthusiasm about it whenever it's best for you to have it as the same level of priority, your internal work, your intra projects as your ultra projects uh, or even higher than that, because that's going to keep the fuel going and whatever you're learning for yourself is just going to replicate and it's going to be able to have your offer be more valuable and be able to charge more or to become more of a specialist whenever Mm -hmm. it's going to translate and transpire into your other clients work as well. Otherwise you're just kind of doing the do whenever you (laughs) could be doing some more of the do to do more. Yeah, awesome stuff.
0: Well, I think that's like, that's the beautiful. So there's a lot of wisdom in that. And I, I, I can literally see how much time we spend hanging out. <laughs> with <one laughs> another. Um, But the but the interesting thing for me is like the balance of so I'm always geeking out that's like my thing right i'm always like making it more it's like i had this system working perfect but i'm like wait a second we can clean it up now i need to get get to the next level right and then it's like oh now wait a second we could stream to 17 places at the same time okay let's get to the next level there and and it feels like i feel really good personally about my geeking out at this moment i feel like really like i'm in a good spot where i'm like geeking out on a lot of, on a lot of stuff but how do you like there's two things that that happened for me that I I'm, I'm interested in how both of you deal with, which is how do you not get overwhelmed in the geek out? Like, example, everything I love YouTube, that's the thing I would love to do more. But I also want videos to work on Facebook. I also want them to work now on like, LinkedIn, Pinterest, blah, 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 blah right? There's all these places that you can now natively upload. And even today I was while you, we were filming your course um, one of the things that I was I was doing was geeking out on how to make IGTV thumbnails, right? And I just made a template for us. And that process feels like so overwhelming. Like, is it not me that or does the mountain just feel like it's getting higher and higher and higher and higher? And no matter how much I get good at these things, and I'm I'm like, really good compared to most like I, the at least the, the caliber of which I want to create is is really high quality compared to what the average person is creating. Um, and at the same time, it it has some level of overwhelm. So how do you deal with that? Like, how do you feel about those different things when, when the rabbit holes just get that deep?
3: Personally, it's being a project manager. (laughs) (laughs) It's just about the next, like, you don't want to look at the end goal all the time. And so it's just about lining it out in steps and prioritizing those and then focusing on that. And it's like, okay, I've got this down. This is great. And then. I can take what I've learned there and apply it to the next one or they're linked together somehow. And so it's just about focusing on to to use the cliche. It's about the journey, not the destination. And so it but it's about focusing on that moment in your journey and not getting too far ahead of yourself, because then it is over. it's like, shit. I have to do this and I have to do that and what and allowing myself time to figure that out. Because I know when I'm learning something for the first time, it's really frustrating to me because it takes a long time. <laughs> and I don't want it to take a long time because I know it can be done faster. And that's been a really hard lesson for me. But to just be like, okay, Jared block out, I think it's gonna take an hour, block out three, because you're still figuring this shit out. Yeah. And that has been hard to do. But has helped me release some of that feeling of overwhelm while I'm figuring it out because I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to have this done. Mm-hmm. So they've been game changers for me personally.
0: Yeah, that's, that's how I'm approaching it now at some, in some direction or way is to focus on, um, like rather than just focusing on whether or not I achieved the task within a certain time frame, mm-hmm. but to also just give myself more time Yeah. to tr- So like predict the unpredictable, let's say, right. Like, like exactly. literally just bake in. Plan in risk. Yeah. Oh,
3: and so like I started
0: about. setting up this, this very podcast. Like 40 minutes ahead of time, because I knew I'm like, oh, Cinemaker <laughs> probably has an update, and sure enough, it did. You know what I mean? And then, and then uh, so, uh, so all of a sudden, like I came into all these different things. I thought I knew the the way to solve this one problem, because I had solved it at the end of the last time. But now, maybe b- based on the update, all Definitely. of a sudden it's not solved anymore. And so here we are again, right? And then it's like, okay, this is the journey. This is the practice. This is my version of meditation, in yeah. a sense, right? Like that's this is how I, at least, see it for myself. But how about you, Garrett? How do you how do you deal with the overwhelm? Because it is overwhelming to tell stories on social media.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the main thing that you specifically that I see getting caught up into is like, even where we speak about earlier, when it comes to Joe Rogan, where he's at now, and then where mm-hmm. he was at with it. And it's easy to definitely like compare ourselves in that way. Like, obviously, people are gonna compare themselves. And you've like, completely shed your ego, but that's gonna happen. But I think it's, it's important to notice that, and then try to be more try to benchmark less and be inspired more of like, okay, that's what we're, that's what we're reaching at. That's not where we have to be at this exact moment, but that's where we continue to make steps forward. And the way that I, the way that I bypass overwhelm, I don't think I bypass, I don't think I like, I don't, I think I still experience overwhelm, but I find other ways to cope with it. And the ways that I distract myself from the overwhelm is to just do like more tangible, small little steps of like getting these little wins underneath my belt. So it's like, okay. Yeah. So like, in like the the momentum typically happens whenever something does go live or when something's set up fully. So I don't like to be working on like a thousand different things where like the first time we launch a video, everything has to be chopped up perfectly for YouTube, Instagram, yada, 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 yada. I know it's going to come with time and I'm willing to sacrifice, not squeezing the, squeezing every single piece of value and every single piece of gold out of it, just in that time, we can always go back onto it later, but more so of like, okay, how do we just like get it flowing just on like, okay, now we have the, the, how do we, how do the templates first ready? And like, how do we celebrate those wins? And like, instead of being overwhelmed, it's like you start getting inspired and you get stoked as opposed to feeling overwhelmed because you have one out, you see the results, you get some people liking your LinkedIn session. Oh, that's kind of fun. You know, I'm going to keep on like trying to improve it. So it's more of like micro actions, distracting myself with micro actions, which my micro actions have to be live and implemented and just kind of like keep my head and working on something. Otherwise I'll feel overwhelmed if everything has to be done and launched at same time, I'd rather Mm -hmm. just put one foot in front of the other. So that's the mastery though, that like, so I I
0: get that, right? Like, I feel like I have mastery over those elements, meaning, Hey, I need to film a class, I know how to turn on the camera film the class and do all the things with all the right settings and all the different pieces. There's certain things that I feel like incredibly mastered in. And, And then my, my challenge is like, or my, my growth edge is in, in the It's no longer in the playing of the single instrument. It's in the getting all the instruments coordinated at the same time. So it's being like the maestro more than the, the the bass player or whatever it is. Right. And, And so how do I kind of balance between, okay, wait a second. Now I need to be an audio engineer and enter into those mind states where I'm enjoying that process again. But as a maestro, it's, it's super, that's where my growth edge still is. How do I pull it all together? with all the different things and then not necessarily to have to squeeze every drop out of the lemon, but more so that I really, it's like, I I don't know where the line is between me just not pushing hard enough and like just like persevering essentially versus finding uh, gratitude for the process, let's say.
3: Well, I think I mean, even between the last two weeks. So last week you went live and you did it on all the channels and that gave you guys a huge rush, like even watching it. Mm -hmm. It was hilarious sitting kind of back here and just watching us get excited. And then afterwards, like pacing around and like, oh, my God, we like went live on all these platforms and that was awesome. So you have that thrill, you have that excitement Mm -hmm. and that's not gone now. It didn't work today, but. Yes. And then so this week you're like, no, we need to get the audio right. And so now we're doing it a different way, but like you're still getting little wins you're still doing it you're being consistent and you're learning something every time you do it and so that's i think and the i solved one thing part. which is
0: now being able to go back into the matrix mm-hmm. with the headsets
3: yeah. see so, so i was able to solve time. one yeah. problem
0: but i didn't fix the other one yet
3: yeah but yet yeah. and you're that's learning the key word. you're slowly learning like okay now i have to introduce the trumpets now i have to introduce the the drums or the whatever and so like you're getting them all together
1: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but it's like non-negotiable smaller tasks I'm going show up, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna show up and do this thing and see what happens and kind of conquer it as it goes as opposed to uh, like a massive, overwhelming launch of like one piece of thing that has to be perfect.
0: Well, I think that's the, the, there's a lot of wisdom in what you what you shared there, which is the non-negotiable piece, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's like something I those terms and words of that come from um, a good friend of all of ours, uh, Phil Drolet, at least for me anyway, in my life. And he, you know, he talks a lot about like, look, you could do a lot of things. You could try a lot of stuff. You can have all these clients and do all these things, but there has to be certain things that are non-negotiable. And if you can't find the discipline in those things, you're going to feel a certain amount of pressure or stress, no matter what. And my, in my life, I've been generally very disciplined, but that discipline comes as a gift. And it also comes as a curse, because then what happens the second I am not disciplined, I'm like, really like it all mm. goes out the
3: window. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs>
0: yeah. And then it, it's like, really, like the thorn in my side is much bigger or feels much bigger than than, you know, maybe it is. Um, but the the ability to say that it's non negotiable does keep me in the momentum that actually creates the the outcome in the end. Right? It's like, there are so many times where I've been told I should quit superhero Academy, like it's like, ah, why don't you do something simpler, you can make so much more money. Everyone tells me this all the time, like literally, I went golfing. and, Mm -hmm. And Nick is like, why don't you just make that app, like the group funnels app and like make more of those, you're already doing it, you're already known for marketing, you're already you could easily make way more money doing this thing. I'm like, Yeah, but Is that like, is that what I want? Like, yes, I want to make the app. And I will. That's the whole thing. (laughs) But I won't do it without the brand. Yeah. And then how much of me is just being a fucking crazy person?
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, we're all crazy in our own right.
0: (laughs) But like, (laughs) I know, but my level of crazy, like, I don't know if I'm am I being like, really ridiculous sometimes? I mean, it has to be true sometimes, I guess. Yes, definitely. But
3: Everybody has their excitement what their, what drives them in life and what is their, their excitement, their passion there. And so you can't, you can't give those things up because then like Garrett said, it just becomes the, the do, do, no, I don't forget what you said, doing the do, yeah, doing the do. And I mean, I think we've all <laughs> done the done, <laughs> I don't
1: even done the do,
3: done the do. <laughs> 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 At some point in our lives and the whole reason that we're, the three of us are sitting here at this table now is because that wasn't, we're striving for more. Yeah. That wasn't satisfying. That didn't fill us with excitement or Hmm. like there, there was more, there's more out there. And so now we're all here because it's like, yep,
1: it might not be simple,
3: but yeah. Doing
1: the do is easy. That's like you, we can always go back (laughs) to doing the do. So it's like, that's, so you kind of have that now we're playing in like the fun zone. So whenever I left my, uh, whenever I did a season working as a ski instructor, and then I came up here and uh, started going deeper into the online marketing, online business, and kind of went full-time with that. But I was like, when I came up here, I was like, I'm going to give this a go. This will be option, uh, this will be plan A right now. And then plan B can always be doing yard work or kind of like getting, like seeing if Coca-Cola is still interested in working with me or like going back to a ski resort, being a ski bum or like, you know, like I, I could do that. I survived. I made decent money I'm a hard worker wherever I would get wherever I go or wherever I end up I'm going to show up fully and I'm going to be able to survive myself so I'm not worried about that and also I'll admit that I have like amazing supportive family as well they're not gonna like give me money or anything like that but they're gonna like show up like if I needed somewhere to go they would let me stay at their place they're gonna love me no matter what it is and I'm lucky and I'm grateful for that as well basically what I'm trying to say is that now I'm just kind of playing in like this fun zone. And like, even the stress that does come with this is like something that I'm choosing to do because I could always go back to like something more simpler if I wanted to do that, but I don't want to do that. And this and now it's just kind of all all play at this moment. So that's what I try to remind myself that I'm doing this because I want to do it, not because I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, is, this is the journey I'm going on to spend my time Well,
0: you're finding a love for the process again. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's, that's, I
0: struggle with that, that piece love for the process and then love for myself in the process. I think that's the other thing for me, which is really, really difficult, really, 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 really difficult.
3: If everything worked the first time you tried it, don't you think that you would like life would just be boring. You'd be like, you're always constantly looking for the next step now anyway, but yeah. That doesn't answer the love for you in the process. No, but it's I think just the, the process is part of what gives you the thrill afterwards.
0: That's true. I think that, that where this becomes maddening for me or very difficult for me is not that like, look, if I thought that everything, if I held a, a world view mm-hmm. that everything was okay, then this would be different.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like,
0: oh, oh, the podcast is not perfect. Doesn't matter. Like it's everything's fine. You know what I mean? It's that i I actually have. It's it's the mix of that with an existential crisis. And don't fucking ask me how the fuck this podcast (laughs) in any way deals with this existential crisis. But in my mind, it does. Right. But because I believe that, you know, this is a place where we could talk about interesting topics. And I'm going to say interesting topics and I don't know what the fuck. You know, pick any conspiracy theory. What happened at 9 11? Was 5G bad for us? Is vaccines a thing? I have no fucking clue. Okay. And, and, but the point is that I know that what it did for me to read those things was massively life changing and has definitely changed the type of person that I am, right? I'm not like the type of guy who would like just go to Starbucks and not give any fucks and have no clue where anything comes from and just throw sewer, straws down the sewers just because, like, maybe, you know what I mean? Because I, I truly believe that the average person is that person because somebody's doing it somebody's throwing these straws down the sewer somehow and i say that with love and compassion but it's happening at an alarming rate no but it's happening at an alarming rate
1: well i think it's like uh yeah and like i don't know like i i feel that same way and i was talking uh, kind of funny story but i ended up i was hanging out with uh somebody and i I ended up i won't mention any names but i ended up at a mcdonald's (laughs) drive-through like 3am walking through i was hanging out with a new friend that i had and I was like, people do this my age? Like, like, I thought we were over McDonald's. Like it was like it's one of those things, but it's still a thriving industry. It's a massive business. It is and I not just, slowing down. It is not slowing down. But they're like a majority of people are like still like just don't care about these different things of like straws. And I don't want to put anybody down of like their their lifestyle choices, but also at the same time, like, haven't you all seen this the, the turtle with the straw? It's like, how about like or the like, whale
3: with yeah. their mouth and I know, all the like plastic? you see that stuff like, and
1: it's like And like, obviously there's times where I get a to-go box and it's styrofoam. I get something like this. It happens all the time, but like, totally. I don't, yeah. McDonald's. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) like, are we still there? (laughs) Are we really still there? (laughs) Yeah, I I get it. But it's, uh, I don't know. It's surprising to me to to see that.
3: uh, I think for a lot of people, the issue is like, uh, uh, like me making one decision isn't going to change anything, which we all know is not true because it starts with, everybody just making that one decision. But 100%. that's where a lot of people are like, "Meh, fuck it.
0: Yeah, well, it, it, it's so easy to blame the corporations. It's so easy mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, it's those people over there. It's yeah. like, well, yeah, yes. <laughs> that's true. The corporations are doing certain things that are really messed up. And I'm, I, I don't mm-hmm. need to list which ones everyone knows one. Um, but the point is that, but where are the people buying from these people? Like we are the people making their business run. We are every, everyday people even if you're not buying from them, like, even if it's like, I don't, I don't buy from Monsanto, but, but indirectly I might number one, step one, mm-hmm. number two, somebody works at Monsanto. So even if they have a B2B business, there's somebody there doing that job. You know what I mean? Like making that thing happen. And so that's where the, the crisis happens in me. The crisis happens in me because it feels like the sky is falling. And, and now all of a sudden it's like, if I don't get to a certain place, it is no longer safe. It's almost like it's like being like a modern day prepper. You know what I mean? But like my version of prepping is like, setting up audio gear versus <laughs> like and like hiding amongst amongst like the, the the crowd versus like trying to go hide in some bunker underground. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, I'm not the guy who's like, you know what fuck storming area 51. Let me go find a piece of land in Nevada and be that guy. Right? Which, by the way, Storming Area 51. Have you guys? Have you seen? Have you (laughs) heard of this
2: thing?
1: When is the date? It's it's coming up pretty soon. I think it's in September. September. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's over a million people confirmed and a million people interested for sure. It's, it's big. And they're, they're making news announcements about the time, like, (laughs) do not do it. This is our official statement from the Air Force. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very funny to say the least, but it's, uh, it's uh, amazing what that documentary and that Joe Rogan episode I think and this is a Joe Rogan Dan. episode yeah Yeah it's that one and also the Netflix uh, ep, uh, the Netflix
2: the documentary, the documentary. Series, yeah. Yeah. Oh well
1: the no yeah the documentary of Bob Lazar that
0: also goes with that Yeah Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah no it, it, well spark something
3: it Let me see the everywhere aliens.
0: It definitely sparks something I find it fascinating cuz it's I really wonder are like are people going to do this like is this, is this really going to happen? Like you I am I mean, if there's a
3: million interested, there's at least 10% that are like, ah, "Fuck it, let's just go and see what happens."
1: Do you think 10% that okay,
0: you think 100,000
3: Even if it's only even if it's
1: 1%. If 1,000 people show up. There's more than one here. There's a thousand people that show up. That's even if yeah. it's only That's something. They're going to I mean <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, they, there should be a thousand people that's going to show up there, I would assume. <laughs>
2: face is I'm not like, going to
1: lie. There's a part of me that, that feels
0: like I'm not, I'm not storming it. There's Nobody's no gonna way make it
1: through. Of course, obviously there's,
3: I don't know. What are they going to do? Shoot them?
1: Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> 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 they're going to somebody's, somebody's going to get hurt. It's going to be rubber, oh, that, br- rubber bullets or yeah. there's going to be a riot squad there, but somebody will get hurt if Injured. you try to get close to government property like that.
0: I, there is no way it doesn't escalate. It yeah. may mean, put it this way, either way. Whatever is in Area 51, the idea. See, here's the thing I think is super important about Area 51. Beyond whatever is actually in there. So let's assume that there's aliens, or let's assume that there's government secrets of any kind. Meaning it's a secret uh, airplane, it's a secret technology, it's a secret blah blah blah. Or, and this is the third category, it's just a secret that keeps people afraid of what might be there, Hmm. if that makes sense. So it's like the Cold War, for example, is fought not just on like, oh, we have all these uh, these nukes. It's also fought on like, I wonder where the Americans are, maybe they have this technology. So then it pushes and fuels the, the, the machine further to continuously innovate, continuously kind of defend the motherland, if you will, wherever your motherland is. Right. So it's the idea that that even exists makes us feel safer. It's like, oh, well, yeah, but it, we well, worst case scenario, at least they've got that secret thing that will protect us from those nukes that that North Korea might send our way or whatever it is. Right. Like we have that, that feeling that comes with the fact that we don't know everything is discomforting. Like it's very, it's, yeah. it can kind of cause some level of discomfort, sure. But it's also comforting in a weird way too. And so I don't know if we didn't like, and not that area 51 could take all the secrets. There's a ton of other versions of area 51. We do not know about a yeah, hundred thousand yeah. percent. i West Virginia has got for sure something <laughs> up in those Hills. Oh, for God. sure. Yeah. I mean the
1: Greenbrier that was the, the discovered, um, was a, a government bunker and yeah. it was the whole, a whole, um, resort and like a very like high class resort built back in, but basically a bunch of different engineers came there and their wives thought that they were um, like television repair people and like all of these odd jobs. They were building a massive bunker underground that was going to hide high-level government officials. Not It, it wasn't going to be the president's bunker and like the vice president's bunker because they're still out there in different places, but it was going to be one, a direct shoot from DC and from the, uh, specifically DC, I would say, yeah. these high-level officials would come to and they would hide underneath this ground. But a journalist was... We could like look all this stuff up and that'll be cool whenever we're in to have the have the screen on there. But it's it, coming. But, it's, it's coming. coming. <laughs> but basically a journalist got very interested and uh poked around so much that uh he uncovered the uh that it was a bunker underneath the ground and was able to uncover it and broke that secret and now we do tours.
2: Mm. But But, I mean, now
1: tourism. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) but, I mean, that took like hundreds of people, hundreds of engineers and people to to construct, and they showed like the aerial uh, images during uh, that time. And then we went through the process of like, all right, you go through this room to be washed down, and if there's any like radiation or or anything, I need to completely like sanitize it, I guess, before going to this bunker with all these people. Mm. And what life would be like down there? I don't know if I'd want to hang out down there for too long. I think I would.
3: Get claustrophobic, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, doesn't seem like a life worth living, but uh, yeah, that I mean, those are all over the place, I'm sure. And whenever you look at like X Men and some of these other shows, where they're like deep in like Antarctica where they have like the yeah, the yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, there's some cool, I mean, there are like crazy some known things like, yeah, if you do yeah, say so, like a little the bit,
3: one of, the one in Scandinavia, Vault. yeah, the seed, the seed Vault is exactly. one that I was
1: gonna say, which yeah. is really, 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 really cool, they're collecting yeah. all the. They all around the world to preserve there.
0: Well, they're also like function, like, like very functional from the perspective of um there were like some
1: hydroponics and stuff.
0: N- well, I mean, they have a ton of technology in there. But one of the things that was really interesting is that like, in certain places, they had full on droughts. And what they did is they're like, we didn't because of the drought, particularly in certain areas, they don't have like a, a store of seeds. So countries will call up the seed vault and be like, send us back some of those seeds because we need it to re-establish agriculture yeah. of this thing. Or else we've almost like completely lost the genetic. So it's almost yeah. like a good way of securing that mm. in a drought like scenario, which is very likely beyond a doomsday scenario, a drought like scenario is very high, highly likely is um, this is now like a backup plan. It's like an insurance plan for that. Yeah, I
3: thought that's kind of how it started.
0: It's how it started, but it also was to protect the genetics and to see the difference mm-hmm. between the genetics in different th- scenarios yeah. and to protect, like, a doomsday scenario. Yeah. Right? Like, some kind of c- cataclysmic problem. Humanity survives somehow. Somehow they know where the
1: seed vault thing is. We want those bananas back.
3: All yeah, bananas <laughs> <we laughs> have
1: been, and we need great smoothies. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are we, we going to do We have all these beautiful new plants, smoothie?
1: but we we want our banana trees back. Yeah. We need them. Right. We need them back. We, yeah. need our, we need our. Give us the avocados over here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I no. actually
3: heard it had a flood uh 2 3 years ago
1: in the vault the seed vault
3: something flooded yeah oh,
1: wow like
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden it's like a cataclysm yeah. event where it's just it's like a like jumanji box farm. opened up <laughs> yeah yeah which <yeah. laughs> we, we we somehow created pandora's box where <laughs> like all these things are just raised into different one fruits thing fruits and like yeah, like,
1: yeah. Yeah. And all of a
0: sudden, like uh, the, the 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 beetles of, of like, you know, that go after the, the vines in France now mix with the the problems of malaria in, in yeah. Thailand and all of a sudden all of these super chemicals come to come into one giant organism and but now a, we've got Stranger Things. But at least he gave us grapples <laughs> or grape apples.
3: <laughs> I was like, is he going climbing? Is, speak, it, is that a grapple?
0: <laughs> speaking of incredible grapes. You both have tried cotton candy
1: grapes, right? Oh yeah,
3: no, they're super
1: sweet. This is like we had them in Austin. We did,
2: yes,
3: literally it's true. super I think it was from
1: Costco. Super sweet.
3: Yeah, I've the, never had a cotton candy grape.
1: But this is Pretty weird. They're but good. I don't. They really do taste like cotton, cotton candy. candy. I know, but this is a
0: little more refreshing too because you get
1: the, the juice in. You still get that. Well. Tch, yeah. You yeah,
0: don't do you get like, the, like that cotton your mouth? mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite literally. Doing that big ass thing. Oh man, the aliens in Area 51 are like, who, what the fuck? Where how did, did they we get come from, from
3: talking to us to Cotton Candy Grapes? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we talked about Doomsday, we talked about Area no. 51, and then somehow Cotton Candy Grapes was
1: what, what we had to. But
0: to think to that to. they would
1: actually storm Area 51 is like, I could see how they'll show up and it'll be a thing, but I don't think that there is enough aggression around the topic for it to transpire to be like that big of a push. I mean, are, it seems like it's a coming from a joke. Is there actual people that are like really serious about like, let me yeah. see them aliens or is it more so of like a comedy thing? Because whenever it comes to like, whenever it comes to like police brutality and like these different mm. movements start from it's that, is like, yeah, like I can see where like black lives matter just gets on the streets and like be able to go head to head on that because it's like re- very they real. They feel it every very day. Very real. The pain yeah. Of that is a, as a daily occurrence. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, I'm going to just like show up and like show my, make my mark and like, uh put my foot down to this. But do people feel as passionate about that to risk their lives to let me see them aliens I, on that front? There might be people that are that are super upset and are using There are it. definitely at least a hundred
0: thousand people that are really mad at the government. Yeah. Wait, for like, keeping true. it a secret
3: or because the aliens are like
0: I don't think captured, it's just an alien thing. I think it's like it goes down the secret. same lane of drain the swamp, which right. is there's something that I don't know that the government and and is keeping privy to me that is holding me back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if we knew that there was alien technology, maybe we would all have free Wi-Fi and free power right now. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, that but that's, a, that's like that's thing. part of yeah. exactly. It's like a Tesla thing, right? It's like yeah. like because then we see these documentaries of like they killed the electric car. Yeah, like they there was. A, actual programs that basically slowed down the progress of certain technologies yeah. mm-hmm. that would have made our lives potentially better would have also solved existential problems. If you believe yeah. in climate change and all those things, if you if you are subscribed to these things, it's like, wait a second, we could have potentially had to fix to this years ago. But now we're in this shitstorm, we're gonna have to pay taxes
1: for it, cap and trade yeah. style where the was, I mean, yeah. like the Ford, I think some of the first Ford models were were built to actually run off of hemp fuel. And like, there was hemp plastic and stuff that was coming out fifties totally. and stuff like this isn't New technology. It's been known that this is a multi versatile plant that has 40,000 plus uses of it back from like old, old. Uh, papers and posters that you can see of the plant going back in that time. Totally. There's and then it was replaced by. Yeah. And it, and it gets replaced by this like industry force that says, no,
0: wait, we need to cut down trees and and like like we have to protect the forestry industry. So they get lobbyists and do this whole thing that outlaws hemp. So that same force that said, well, wait a second. They lied. to They lied to us about marijuana. They lied to us about hemp, lied to us about mushrooms. Wink on, on that one. Um, but the but now, like what else are they lying about? right what are they holding away from me that i get to now like experience maybe there's something that could be that much better that much more powerful that would empower me as an everyday person
3: anything that's gonna um challenge the like health are we flooding now it's gonna shut the window (laughs) oh okay
0: oh because the windows are open okay (laughs)
3: um anything that's gonna challenge the big institution so the health anything the health department there's so mm. many natural solutions and yes. those are all getting stopped. The oil industry, yes. um, like, I don't know. There's so many others four. like, um, the logging industry, the, like, there's a thousand, you things. name it. Medicine,
0: I mean, just like, banks, yeah, I, banks, I, the I, banking I, industry, the yeah, healthcare, healthcare industry, yeah. just like, cause we, we know, we know that uh, something else is, is possible.
3: And we they know. know if they keep, yeah, something else is possible and it's available. It's readily available to everybody. You just need to know. But they don't want, they're not going to cover it. They're not going to promote it. They're actually going to fight against it and demonize it because they're not making money off of that.
1: Exactly. So if that's the case and it's like, so that's what I love about, let me see the aliens and like area 51 (laughs) and like this stuff is because the first step to any change is awareness. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Internet is so important. And that's why like Netflix coming out with What the Health and these different documentaries that are just talking about, like holistic healing mm-hmm. and just like different perspectives of it. Otherwise, we would never even have the opportunity to like the, the mass public, unless you're going deep into some like books in the library and like back in like the, the 40s and the 50s, you had to go like have a small little circle that was kind of its own like little community that was like, part really of like a mastermind. Too. Yeah. And like that and those like little communities were kind of like the weird people, all those the witchy people like yeah. this, but now like you can go into it from a safe place of like behind your computer of like kind of like testing out the waters a little bit. You can see all, Netflix made a documentary about it. So it's like making those steps and awareness is the first key. So whether it's coming through comedy, which comedy is one of the best gateways, oh. the best, best communication Since channels to comedian. push through that. Yeah, <laughs> and if you like have like George Carlin get up there and start talking uh, or, I can't think of a couple of those. but basically, yeah, that's a great channel on that one and social media. Campaigns, you know what I'm saying. First, this is the first step, and this is one of those abilities for somebody to get involved with it. Is from the Joe Rogan to the documentary.
3: There was online. one documentary that actually got removed from Netflix, though. um now I can't remember what it had to do with migraines or.
0: I don't know. Migraines or cancer. It was, like, I don't know. Beca- controversial because
3: like, yeah. it was so like. Whatever, yeah, that, it was, whatever that, whatever that I mean, labels is that
0: I'm not saying it is that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But, but it, was it was only, only on there for two days because... and
3: then they removed it.
0: Huh, that's interesting. Mm. I have to ask,
3: oh, my cousin was telling me about this. I'll ask her which one was, So this
0: is a, like that rabbit hole of fake news is the other reason why I'm fighting so hard to like build a system that that does allow us to have a megaphone. You know, I've spent my whole career mm. being like concerned that essentially the megaphone might cut off at any point.
3: I think it's like from the original megaphone from the original. (laughs) megaphone, I mean, like
0: literally WSB media was about being a megaphone. It was about like, how could I amplify the voice and the awareness around topics that matter? And I didn't know what those topics were. It's not that I had a particular passion of a specific topic, although I did end up going down many rabbit holes there. Um, But but just that I knew that it was incredibly important that the culture war, that the war that is fought for our attention and for like the truth essentially, uh, is one that is like, I don't think that it got better because of social media. I think it got more confusing. It got worse. Like if I'm looking at the state of affairs, social media actually created like a little bit of a crack in the, in the opening. And like, it's almost like we were able to peer into the system in a way that like we wouldn't normally have been able to do, like you said, in the fifties or sixties or whatever time before the internet. But now it's closing back up again, not because, a specific person or force is doing it, maybe, maybe there is right, the FCC, or whatever it is, all these different things that might like be shutting down the ISPs and blah, 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 like all the free internet stuff, right? All of which is a problem in many ways. But at the exact same time, um, it's just because of the confusion. It's actually like, mm. on a mass scale, we are literally in confusion as to what is true and what is not. Well, yeah. and, and but, but we go, to, we get to like, topics that were apparently true. So like, for, I'll give you an example, PizzaGate, right? PizzaGate was as Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump go head to head. And they have this big thing. There was this big conspiracy around. There was like this child molestation ring. And this guy uh, Epstein, they bringing all these people to, to these, this island and Bill Clinton is one of those people. And, and they're, they, these are their child molesters. They're blah, 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 blah. Right. And now I have no idea what's true or not. Point is the story pops out now. Is that Russian conspiracy? Is that Cambridge Analytica, you know, creating confusion and saying, we can't trust her. So now let's vote for Donald Trump. But turns out both Donald Trump and Bill Clinton are friends with this Epstein guy. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden there's that whole thing, which both sides of the the swamp (laughs) are are, are involved, let's say, Um, but months later turns out, or a few years later, it's like, oh yeah, it turns out uh, maybe that was like really true. Maybe he has like, there are some people who actually came forward and there are a lot of things that's going on. And now we don't know what depth that that is happening.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, so overwhelming of all these different things. Cause yeah, you do question of like, okay, where is it coming from? Where, like, uh, what can we believe and what can we believe? And that's why whenever I meet a lot of journalists that work in the alternative media space is one of the first questions I ask is like, what is your what is your process of research? Like, what is the scientific hmm. method that you use to, like, research on it? Because it's very easy to get lost in all the different articles, the endless endless threads yeah. you can go down to. So it's very impressive to do good work that you can yeah. stand behind when it comes to journalism in today's age.
0: I. I feel like that's incredibly challenging, too, because like I had, you know, one of my best friends germ, they're all our friends. But somebody who I've been, I went through the rabbit hole of watching Alex Jones with and all those things like listening to all of those things. Like on a daily basis, we used to listen to it. We used to work together and and do whatever stuff and and we would turn it on while doing other things. Lance. Here's the point. He's literally at the point where he's like, he might be a government chill. He might have been a disinformation thing to cause all this confusion and then create confusion around actual topics that might be problematic, but that y- they use this force to, to mm. then associate with, right. And they, they create this confusion. And he went, and this is the last time I saw him, literally, this was the conversation we had. He's like, he might be that dead comedian that was also from Austin. And then they show pictures of <laughs> Alex Jones. And what's his name? I can't for the life of me get his name right now. But do, Chris Farley? Who are you talking
2: about? No. Yeah. Oh man, I have to Google this. All right. But I I I think I have right heard, that, I think I heard that heard oh, that conspiracy
1: before where he looks like a
3: So another thing, so you have all the fake news and you have all the news. And in, I was reading an article now what the source of that article is, I don't know. But um that not only is the information gap kind of closing up again, because we don't know what's real and what's not, but because with social media, you you create your own bubble, you add your friends, you remove the ones that you don't agree with or that annoy you. And so you're, it's just like, encouraging your own opinion instead of inviting other opinions in and opening up that discussion and being open to different ones, people are actually getting less and less.
0: Bill Hicks. Hicks, So They analyze that Bill Hicks and Alex Jones, Bill Hicks dies. They both from Austin. They're both apparently friends. They were friends all of a sudden he dies and the other one just becomes like the next thing. And Bill Hicks used to play part of one of his acts was that he would play like an Alex Jones character. Before Alex Jones is Alex Jones.
3: Wait, so he, he took over the guy's life or well,
0: they're the they, same person? They the conspiracy theory is that Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Oh, okay. And that Bill Hicks just faked his they, like, yeah, that he, he died. So well, he that be- he was like making these characters. And then all of a sudden, like somebody might have approached him and said, you know what, let's make you this character. You be be this like hmm. guy who creates this confusion and drums up all this stuff. Like and if you, really, so, so if you, you look at the pictures, like if you actually look at them, You're like, man, they really
1: look similar. So you think that, but Alex Jones does obviously have records of him before that time with it. You're thinking that maybe they might have removed Alex Jones out of the equation and then let Bill Hicks take over.
3: But that's what I was de- asking. No Pull
1: the pull Paul McCartney. No,
2: well, <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so look, I have no idea. I'm not sure I believe any of this. All I can yeah, say is deep. I had never even heard of this. And then Germ comes in and he's like, he might be a fucking shill. And i and then I'm like, oh my like. I love Bill Hicks. He's so funny. Totally
1: woke as hell, though, too. He's he's so good. But
0: that's the whole point. He had this character that played this like this crazy conspiracy theorist as a character. It is jokes and his in his thing. And then all of a sudden he dies. And now all of a sudden, Alex Jones becomes this thing. And if you really think like if you laugh about the thing, Alex Jones is like it's like calling it John Smith. It's like it's like making a fake character. It's no Mm -hmm. it's almost like Stephen Colbert. Who became you know John Doe well no, but when he when he was doing the Colbert report yeah. and he was this right wing guy, what's to say that Bill Hicks didn't just to make the character of Alex Jones and just become that person. You know I mean, what? I mean and their
3: only thing is that they look alike and he used to play because Garrett somebody sent him a profile the other day like hey You look like this person. They're pretty much <laughs> spitting images of each other. So that isn't really an argument No,
0: obviously the argument is not just that they look alike and there's it goes like deeper than that in certain scenarios They're both mm-hmm. from the same area. They both grew like there's this whole like thing where like it's almost like their backstories of this are the same Mm. And and so now you have this like weird anyway. I, I have no clue. Again, I know nothing <laughs> about the truth. We're just creating confusion uh, for ourselves yeah. to get, yes. to get confused. The goal, from the government. Exactly.
2: <laughs> the
1: goal. Already, don't, we don't need the government to do it. We're already going <laughs> into it. like I don't know what, what what Buzzfeed type blog is that Texas over there. Monday?
0: Texas Monthly. <laughs> 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 Whatever the Texas Monthly is. but, but I, mean, I, I, I point <laughs> being, obviously. I know nothing at all about whether or not this is (laughs) true or not. And I don't think it's true. I I think
1: that they're totally different people. But It's so easy to get lost down that train. It's like we were Mm -hmm. watching a, uh, I watched a lot of Bill Burr uh, stuff and these like little mashups because there's a guy named Alan Palin. If you're a fan of Bill Burr, you got to watch this guy's channel. He takes some of the clips from Bill Burr's weekly uh, Mm -hmm. show and then finds a YouTube clip and actually mashes them together. Yes. So he was doing one the other day of this dude that got fired from his job and then went deep down to the spirituality hole and like, was just like, I am God, I am all this thing. He just got so lost in the sauce of this like bubble that he was in. And Guru then Deepak Chopra comes up there and he's like, <laughs> me and Deepak Chopra on the same level. Deepak turns the guy and I was like, I think you have bipolar disorder with it. <laughs> and it's like on national television, this dude just got so deep within it. It's very, it's a very... He ended up on national television, like he just he was had a total. on um, Dr. Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, Phil he was show. being like interv- in like um.
3: Because his wife was like, "Oh, he's lost his mind, and all like, he can't see. like do whatever," and Dr. Phil was trying to like, I guess. Oh, deal with help, this guy. Yeah, there Session okay. this guy. Like a session and with this Dr. Guy. Phil's like, "Well, Deepak just happens to be here, and so he invites him <laughs> yeah, on so yeah. Dr. Phil." <laughs> this is like Jopra. the show <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, yeah. I love how they just like, Get surprise. Well, Deepak Chopra is yeah. here yeah. to determine whether or not you actually are spiritual guru. Bill is like this guy hanging out in Hollywood. <laughs> so fucking funny. That is so funny that they that basically Dr. Phil has descended into the Mori Povich of, of daytime television nowadays. Mm. Like, that's- I mean, that's a classic Mori move, if yeah. you ask me. Oh, that's so funny. That's but so it's funny that you bring one spiritual guru type to, to validate whether or, or not the other person is spiritually enlightened yeah. or just a fucking quack. That is so <laughs> Hilarious! Wow, I
1: have to I have to watch it. It's that clip. a it's a good the one.
0: The only just came thing I really
3: remember from it is that he was like deepak with his bright red shoes or bright red sneakers or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, forgot, I
1: forgot which actor he was comparing him to. But uh, but yeah, to go back to that point of like, man, it's a it's a deep hole out there if you get into the internet today. So it's like, where do we where do we take in this information? How much do we fight back with it? How much do we spread awareness with it? How much do we just like? These are my five essential. Principles like Ray Dalio style of like having your own principles and sticking to them. Mm. It's like well, there, we're still such an early phase of this technology. Of like, there's no there's no SOP that we're teaching in <laughs> school of like how to operate and how to like and how to, to go because you're going through like the civics level and you're going through such a bureaucracy when it comes to dealing with things. It moves so slow. What they're teaching about social media in university is like 15 years behind what it is mm. now because the, the the front lines of the thing is moving so fast and there's nobody out there and, and probably like five five years from now, there's gonna start being the celebrities now that all the influencers are going on digital detox right now, which is great. Mm. Uh, but that's like the trend right now. And it's like, so there's gonna be more people that that's their online course, that's their thing is to like help people get out of this space. There's, no, there's not one person that's leading that charge of like, all right, people, like we gotta take a deep look at this without, because they have to use social media as well. To- to spread that message. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, and they have to compete
0: with like to become... the face app
1: thing of like, oh, have you seen what
0: yeah, I look like when, when I'm 70 I'm years
1: old? Yeah, where
3: did that thing come from? It's like, I don't know. Everybody's like what, it's Yeah,
1: it's like, okay, this is the thing now. And then Gary, I love how Gary V does the baby one is like, when you zig, I zag. And it's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's Gary V is a baby. <laughs>
3: but, um, He's so good.
1: <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> Fucking this, brilliant.
3: This all kind of comes full circle where as earlier we were talking about non-negotiables when it comes to like showing up yeah. and this is also, it's what are your non-negotiables? What are your, what are your standards? What are your principles and where are you not just not going to go? And what are your non-negotiables?
0: Well, yeah, to me, the confusion, one of the confusions, this is a healthy segue into the thing that we all do together superhero Academy is that's the point, right? Like, because as much as there's confusion around every conspiracy theory out there, there was also a ton of confusion on how to fucking launch a goddamn funnel. Like, <laughs> literally, no, it's so true, though. How much motherfucking bullshit is out there out there when it comes to learning the way to actually navigate launching a course, creating something, putting it online, actually like and cutting through the nonsense and the noise of all of these different pieces. Yeah. You know, and this is what at least what, what I have a vision for Super Hero academy is. And I, and I think all of us echo this is the idea that Super superhero academy isn't just okay here's information it's like okay come and actually feel what it's like, here are the like practicals. here's a mentorship at another level and and the practicals that say look we tried this we tried that here's what are the pros and cons of this thing are here's the pros and cons of that thing i don't really know but uh we this is the one we use and if you're here clearly it worked right like that's really what it, that's the most practical way that we could say like if you're in this and watching this Clearly what we did worked and some, and here's what we did in full transparency. But there's so much out there where there isn't that transparency, where it's like, you're, no, you're totally speaking to a real person. And it's an AI robot on many chat or whatever it is. Right. And the
3: continual around the next email, the next video, the next you'll get the information. Yeah. And so
0: they're making us like used to this thing, Mm. but also numb to this thing like how many like I am so numb to what goes on in my inbox at this point, that I don't even like whatever, like, we just have to let go. You just have to let go yeah. of like, what? <laughs> like, forget it that the state of marketing online is we're just in the ultimate era of snake oil salesmen. Ship at, at the highest of levels, because now you could track people and follow people the second they they make one little tiny like mm. they click on some link. And now all of a sudden I'm getting waves of emails <laughs> and waves of, of things that are just yeah. targeting me everywhere yes, I go hey,
3: in the coffee shop. So we have this local that we go to and we work from and there's a reporter, he's a photographer for a newspaper here. Mm. Um, and then he was he noticed I was using Slack. He's like, you guys use that for work. Have you read the terms and conditions? Because I don't want to download it on my computer. <laughs> da, 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 because, oh, and because no. and I don't go to I have a whole list of websites I don't go to and I don't use messenger because of the All data the and everything mm-hmm. and the stalking and what they're allowed to use and not. And he just went like deep. Yeah.
2: I was just you're like, like, I just uh, came here for the coffee. Uh,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah <but it's... laughs>
1: a good point i mean we were like we like aimlessly sign like uh um, oh, without absolutely. a doubt it's like sure give me my give
3: me my, give me my app
1: give me my app <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, give me my update <clears throat>
3: like, okay.
1: yeah yeah but the, so so somebody asked me today
0: about uh 5g what do i think about 5g and i was like i don't even i don't <laughs> even know where to begin yeah. to say what i think about this thing i have no clue this is not gonna be the mound I die on at this point, because there's no point in trying to scream at the top of my lungs at the mountaintops, trying to holler at some some person down in West Virginia or wherever it is to let them know of the dangers of this technology. Because the truth is, I am so confused as to what is true anymore and mm. in, in any of this. Where do I can source any amount of news at all? Because, like again, back to even Facebook. Even if Facebook has the perfect algorithm that siphons bullshit. How much of people are just using Cambridge Analytical stuff and then bringing on the more bullshit? You know what I mean? Like just because it's a Facebook ad and they paid Facebook. Now it might not be bullshit. You know what I mean? Like there's so much out there. There's so much that is deeply concerning that doesn't allow us to figure out what can we really truly do? And is it even stoppable? And that was my whole point on the 5g thing is I don't know. And we're going to beg for it. This is maybe just the way that we're birthing the technology that that evolves us into transhumanism and evolves us into maybe being an entire population of robots, because that and or AI, like, quite literally, (laughs) because it's it's very, very possible. It's very, very possible. And this is maybe why people want to know what's going on in Area 51. They're like, is this our faith that the alien were the aliens actually beings or were they just computers?
1: You know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a great question. I feel like we're going to just like have these podcasts at the end of each podcast, yeah. we're going to be like, let's go to the farm.
2: Where it's, like where it's like,
1: it's like Oh, like every podcast we start, we're just going to get so deep where it just goes to like, I'm going to well, run and plant some the grid. Yeah. yeah
3: <laughs> Cause I was already trying to think like, what are the, pra- like, we've posed a lot of questions here, but what are the practicals? We don't have,
1: I think the practicals are, <clears throat> I think like principles is a good thing to, mm-hmm. I don't think there was like a, a very practical thing that we spoke about it. But at the end of the day, like you have to know your own lines boundaries within it and what are those non-negotiables for yourself and what that looks like to be open to questioning them a little bit but also to like know what your base minimum is so you always have some sort of grounding and such like you always have some sort of roots in such an airy crazy treacherous Mm -hmm. time that we live in where information moves fast that you have to freaking hold on to something. Mm-hmm. I Put like, your face
3: <laughs> in the ground. Yeah, exactly. Who was yeah. saying that? Oh, the same photographer guy. You
1: gotta give you some earthing on your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. But is uh, <laughs> principle number one. Uh, but <laughs> but I think there's gotta be like some some non negotiables and some different aspects to 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 look at. And that's why I'm kinda curious who those leaders are going to be in the space. And like you have your your Joe Rogan's and you have your Aubrey Marcuses, you have your Tim Ferris's, you have like some of your yeah, you have like these different people who are, uh, constantly focused on self development and like self, Bedding. um, self empowerment and like self optimization, because at the end of the day, it really does come down to how you show up personally. And that's like the best thing that you can do for anybody and everybody is to yeah. not step on other people to get better, but also just like, how am I like eating healthy? How am I like not being an asshole? Like, what are like, how am I like taking a cold shower of that is like, though, like showing through, uh, example is more powerful than just being like a crazy person that's just like yelling things like, Oh, uh, Oh, I gotta go over here and do something else.
3: Taking care of yourself and your fellow person. Yeah. I think the
1: answer is also, um,
0: community, you know, and for two reasons, even if you wanted to approach it from like a data-driven perspective, the more that you're in community, the more that you can have data points that show different people's experiences and effects of all the different things. And you can study as a group a lot more than if I can study just on my own. That's literally what the the, the foundation of the internet is built off of. I get to learn things because other people have put in the time and effort for me to be able to go through that and and take that that shortcut, let's say, to an information. Now, obviously those shortcuts create the problems themselves, but what I at least I know that superhero Academy is dedicated towards is to creating those shortcuts that are proven and true over and over and over and over again, there are certain things that are 100% true. Like, you know what the best email strategy is? Never send boring emails. Period. I don't care what tool you use. Don't send boring emails. Be like really informative, provide a ton of value. You'll always succeed. Same with like jab, 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 right hook. I don't care what industry you're in provide value before you ever ask for anything. There are certain p- truths that are universally wise. And, yeah. and that's what we get to be dedicated to creating, not only for an individual, not only from an individual either, but from a collective pool of information that we're learning, you know, as we launch your course, or, or a course on videography, or a course on Facebook ads, or whatever it is that we're that we're, we're putting time and energy into, we are consistently learning and We are willing to be transparent enough about that, right? Like I'm on this podcast saying, I don't know everything at all, but here's what's worked for me. And it's that kind of balance between what we have had as our own experience and then what we can kind of share with others Mm -hmm. that allow us to find some semblance of truth, not by not through reading a headline or watching a course, but actually through observing it, seeing it in action. And then saying, oh wow, I can feel the truth amongst this group. I can feel the, the the will that people have to actually support one another, the will people have to actually build something
1: that of, of real value. So sure. yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and there's so you might be deeper down the business hole than somebody else, but they might be deeper down the nutrition hole than mm-hmm. than you and like we collaborate. Can, yeah, yeah, can collaborate and, and help each other out because you might be a couple steps ahead of somebody else in one area and then somebody might be a couple steps ahead of you in that area yeah know know those have that self-awareness of where you can collaborate and co-create with it. Important. exactly yeah.
0: with that said we have now done an hour on this and it is time for us to uh turn down the mics and uh and send this off into the ether and uh i Hope know i'm gonna community. go get some food and some <laughs> some potential beer or whatever it is at burgundy line maybe you will be too but if you uh if uh <laughs> it's like it's a radio show maybe you maybe, will, maybe, maybe you will be there yeah. <laughs> I mean it is a radio show, but uh yeah, who knows that mm-hmm. is the goal I'm treating it like a radio i'm I'm practicing
1: garrett we need some some guitar interludes. And- I yeah. know that's it. It's outros. coming. I'm working. In I'm working opinion. on something. I've got a company oh, lined up. Got. I told them They're about like the thing. playing the music comes in. It's no, like cutting off.
0: I no, that's a whole I, I literally asked th- my original idea around the sponsorship was give me a soundboard mm. and then I will p- take sounds that you guys sell right like that mm. basically because they have this. it's a sound stripe to for full clarity on people who are listening. Um, they have like a, a VFX sound package and they have month to month subscription. And we can give people discount codes if you want a discount code superhero or be bold one one gives you a free month, the other gives you 15% off. Okay, point being, I was like, Oh, why don't you sponsor soundboard? And we will I will just literally figure out how to interlude that into the different pieces of the, of the show. And people will know that it comes from Soundstrike because I'll just mention it at some point and it will be in the description or whatever. And that's like to me, that's marketing done tastefully. It's a way of promoting that the show and this content makes people laugh and people are listening. And anybody who's listening this far already knows that we're providing some level of value and some level of funny. And at the same time, this is what keeps the machine going. That yeah. And reminds,
3: I'll sp- oh.
1: Sorry, go ahead, we might be thinking about the
3: same thing. I was gonna say that reminds me like marketing done tastefully you can do it because um, Tim Ferriss, he That's actually of <laughs> <Thanks. That's
1: laughs> You guys are
0: the same people he, um,
3: <laughs> he cut out the marketing he did a test He was gonna cut it out for six months yeah. and then just do like a kind of like a patreon thing but on his own platform so yeah. people could support mm-hmm. and he stopped doing it after one month be not because he wasn't getting enough money in here enough supporters or whatever because that was fine but because people actually were requesting that the ads come back because he's so good at vetting and he's so good yes. at letting us know and he only promotes quality stuff and so they were like, "Dude, no, I'm we like, No, we needed without I, you.
1: Shit. Without yeah, I you, I wouldn't have my discovered. 4 Sigmatic and my me undies." <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: Timmy, Tim, Tim, Tim. <laughs> Please give us
2: Please tell me
1: more about where I should get my luscious underwear. But it's true; it's a great boy. So and, and he refunded everybody's money, yep. and he was like, "Oh, we're, we're going back, back to that. yeah, yeah. The traffic. yeah." And he said, "If you got a yeah. product that might be a good fit, let me know." Yeah, requirements.
3: And then it's worth it i
1: i believe i do believe
0: that advertising can be done tastefully and i've seen it done tastefully many times over and integrating it into actually making the experience better is where i'm at in my mind because i was like i don't just want them to sponsor and then i talk about it i was like i want them to literally i'd rather take the sponsorship money and actually make the show better for everyone who's listening And it would without a doubt be fucking hilarious if I had a soundboard here and both of us knew what the buttons were or they were labeled. And at any moment, you could be like, yeah, when you're
3: the do, you could do some sort of. Well, that's the whole point because both that. of us
0: can, <laughs> like, both any of us can have the opportunity, guest rapid or host, rapid homes. fire,
1: any mid conversation, hit the rapid fire button,
0: you're
1: like, or like a soundtrack that says that's bullshit, like you know what I mean,
0: like whatever, like how can we just have those on cue that literally add to the experience of the show and at the exact same time, again,
3: keep
1: the lights on quite literally. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. That subscribe button wherever we you are we love you mm-hmm. We do. have a you great too. day great evening if you're listening to
0: this in the evening a great morning if you're on your way to work and listening to this in the morning later
1: what's the what's the Jim Carrey at the end of um oh. if I don't see you tomorrow hope to see you around yeah yeah the Jim see this is where the soundboard Poop. Yeah, where <laughs> <laughs> yeah where's the Jim Carrey line from uh what is that uh, Truman Show Truman Show where yeah. he's ah. leaving last line great line yeah good guy okay great guy